Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Thursday night drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. I'm never late. It was close, but I make it on time, even though I was all over Madison. Today, you're on Engler solid time right there. I was. It was impressive. <laughs> but then we're at Roost. So yeah. You know, I'm here an hour early. Yeah, I, I wish I was too, but, uh, you know, we have a good time. Busy day. I was at X-Golf earlier today, uh, hanging out at Metro Ford, Metro Kia, the, the whole thing. Just a uh, busy, fun day. Uh, and I'm golfing tomorrow on something with uh, Monte. Nice. Uh, that'll be fun. We talked to Tanner McAvoy and Darius Hillary mm-hmm. on the jump around earlier today as well. Matt Hamilton, Olympic gold medals, is going to be in my group tomorrow, so that should be uh, a good one. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, live from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, one of our favorite places to be. Hopefully Lee can make it out here. Uh, we, he's got the standing invite. Uh, usually Thursday is his off day, but we'll, you know, sometimes he graces us with his his uh, presence here. So hopefully we'll have that opportunity. And uh, we got a lot of crappy Badger football to talk about. <laughs> no, come on. That's how we're going to start? Where do you want to start? <laughs> Let's talk about defense. All right. New Badgers head coach. No, so let me ask you this. They're doing this in Chicago, and it's really funny slash mean. They're now referring to Matt Nagy as interim Bears coach. Oh, Matt Nagy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, more games like that, we might be throwing a tag on, on Paul here, and maybe Jimmy's the guy that takes over. But let's start with the defense. The defense was great. Another quality opponent, ranked opponent in Notre Dame. Uh, obviously, if you just flipped on that score, you wouldn't think the defense played well, but I've, the offense allowed more points, I believe than the defense did. So not great uh, for the offense, but the defense, a lot of great players there, a lot of NFL-caliber players in that defense, really well coached by Jim Leonard. He made adjustments. They brought pressure. They stagnated Notre Dame's offense. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Penn State and Notre Dame combined rushing yards. Nothing. I think yeah. it would did they hit 20 yards? No. Between the I don't think they did, no. Pretty much non-existent. Yeah. And, then, and then 12 TFL, six yep. sacks yep. against Notre Dame. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Great defense. Defense is firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Well, and the best part was, so they were they were swarming Notre Dame. Notre Dame found a little bit of a solution, but then they made, the Badgers made another adjustment and shut it down quickly. So this is a this defensive front, we got some guys up front, and I know we got Linebackers too, obviously, but we we got some D linemen now, and that, and that's really making the difference. And Monte, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think you'll agree with me. I I, I love the nose guards, love them. Um, you know that that's where it starts, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're we're doing things up front that I I, I haven't seen since you know. Oh, I mean, I, do I dare say uh, the fearsome foursome of. 09 was it? Antaj Hawthorne, Erasmus James, Jason 
Jefferson and Jonathan Welch, all four NFLers, all played on Sunday. So, uh, you know, we got some guys. I know that was a 4-3 back then. We're in 3-4. But, um, you know, and that, again, puts where do you start in the 3-4, Monte? That nose guard, that zero. And we got two of them. We got two tons of fun. That's the thing, man. And I think when when you go back and rewatch the game, and honestly, every single game this year, you can tell that, you know, Jimmy Leonard is, is most definitely making it an emphasis to, to, to really own the line of scrimmage, own the trenches. And I think that showed most definitely last game, especially with the crosses that they were doing, then the blisses right behind them, making sure that Cone didn't get comfortable, I think was very, very impressive and noticeable, most definitely by Jimmy in that defense. Well, and they knew that um, if you got Cone uncomfortable, that's not his strength. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of quarterbacks, NFL, right. college. Cohen is a guy, you give him a clean pocket, and not every guy can do this. You give him a clean pocket, let him read and make a throw, he can do that. When you start getting him off uh, target and off time, then well, things go sideways. But, 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 but I don't think they went sideways because he, he definitely didn't give the, the ball to us. He had True. no turnover. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. let me tell you something. He did exactly what he did for us, for Notre Dame. Didn't make mistakes. Yep. Right. Uh, but. But under duress. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? I mean, give me a break. And, and I, I, I'll take that. Yeah. No. So back to the defense. I mean, you're talking about. I mean, Benton is a guy that really looks like someone could be playing. Yeah. On, on Sundays. He's a stud. And I mean, Williams is he's he's good too. Yep. And you got Mullins yep. in there as well. But the linebackers, Sanborn and Chanel. Uh, Herbig and uh, Burks, all those guys are playmakers too. Yep. I like Sanborn, man. I lo- I'm really liking that kid. And that guy's on a lot of NFL. You look at like draft boards, top linebackers at the position. He's he's in that mix, like yeah. the fourth or fifth math in college football. Henningson too. I'm telling you, the four technique. I, I, I just I like. I mean, what's there not to like about defense? The defense is doing great. what they're doing. Yeah, the defense is playing like a top ten team, uh, if not better. Yeah. yeah. So so looks, that being said, yeah. <laughs> Monte, we're offensive guys. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Here we go. Let's go ahead and just get right into it, man. I mean, you're right. It's not the same on the other side of the ball. Uh, the players don't look comfortable. The players do not look like they're settling into the offensive scheme, if there even is one. Um, because I feel as if right now, I think the offensive side of the football is struggling with their identity. I think they're really trying to figure out who they are. Um, as a team on the offensive side of the ball, and, and obviously as a fan, you don't want you don't want to see that week three, week four, where you're still trying to figure it out. They're not settling. They're not settling into their offensive scheme, and it and it's you know yeah it's um you know it's it, it's hard obviously for us you know offensive lineman running back that's what we do at the University of Wisconsin and and to have an opportunity. You know, at, at, at 10 to 10, where we got into some down and distance there, where we didn't dominate up front, we didn't get the yards and move the chains, and we got to kick a field goal up 13-10. Of course, we know what happened after that, dagger, kickoff, return. You know, I, I, I just, the, 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 there is, you know, and it's hard to be very critical of, you know, a position, obviously, that you played, Never mind the position coach that you played with and are a friend of. Um, it's very difficult. But at the same time, um, I know Coach Rudolph is uh, probably didn't sleep a wink Saturday night. Um, was probably I watched that film so many times because it, 
it, as you know, Monte, in the offensive line, as a unit, it's just, it is the little things. Oh, yeah. I know it's cliche, but it, it is five guys working in unison and literally six inches here or there and, and, and mirroring up with each other on a double team or this or that or, or reading the second level coming off. You know, it, it comes down to that because that's what springs guys like Monte for the extra 12, 24, or TD. I got a question for you. What do you think is what do you think is going on up there on the line of scrimmage? What do you um, so you know it, without being in the film room yeah, and right, sitting right. there watching end zone copy, it's hard to say. But I do know this. Let's just say it as a, a casual fan with some experience. We're not moving the line of scrimmage. Bottom line, we're not moving the line of scrimmage, and we should be because we we got we actually got some guys with some nastiness in them, and we got big behemoth strong guys, and I don't know. You know, I, I was critical a little bit of the shuffling, you know, the, the unit. And I still don't know. And and, and I think uh, two weeks ago, I thought, you know, and this was, of course, after yeah. Eastern Michigan. Um, you know, Tarek and I were in Chicago last week, so we were not on. But I, I, I still question that. Having experienced it myself, I hated it. Um, you know, I, I just don't know... It, I know how close the competition is, and I get it. But at the same time, we got to get some cohesion because it's yeah. not there. Yeah. So we got to figure something out. You well, know, find five guys that, that you win. Okay, go with those guys until somebody you know poops down their leg. Then yeah. get him out. That's it. I mean, they have talent. They have young talent. Logan Bruss is. I mean, uh, Kuiper has him as one of the best off you know pro prospects in college football. I mean, I think he's the only one not rotating. By the way, you got, right? That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, he has him as his fourth best guard in all of college football right now so uh, a guy who has the ability and this isn't going to get easier against michigan we'll, we'll con- i mean michigan yeah, they, 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 they got a good run defense well, they got one of the best uh defensive linemen in the country too yeah but. and he didn't play against us last year he's right. back yeah you know? yeah so but to this offense uh, and i said this earlier in the week that i feel like i'm just cursed because i feel like i'm seeing the exact same thing in, mm-hmm. in chicago of no game plan. No, don't try to play to your quarterback strength. Don't game plan to what they can do well. Just run your system and make the quarterback try to fit that system. And I, I'm just surprised by it with the with the Badgers here because, look, as a regular fan, you could see that they're running that slant to Kendrick Pryor in any key situation. They scored a touchdown on it, but then I think they had like two pick sixes on it because right. Notre Dame saw it coming because I saw it coming on my couch. They didn't change the formation. They didn't change. They didn't change the personnel. They didn't change the down the distance that they ran it. I mean, of so, course it's going to so, get intercepted. So to the larger pitcher, um, other than we need a quarterback to get out of the huddle yeah. and not turn the ball over. Right. So, right. so other than that being said. Now I, um, now I want to tie to it. Is this offense, because you're asking him to do a lot, is his confidence shot too? Are you like, is he, he can't do the simple things because he's overwhelmed by everything. Mm. That could be a case too with Mertz. I actually never even thought about that. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think. When you're holding your, your, you know, the four fingers up for fourth quarter, and you know you're drawing attention to yourself, and you're worried about your brand and everything else, I, I, I don't know necessarily if, if that's the case, Jim. Okay. I, re- I really don't. That's fair. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a lot of distractions going on. I, I think, um, you know, he's, he, he's immature. He's got to go through some growing pains, um, which he's going through, obviously. Uh, Is but, a bench in a growing pain? That's what's going to happen. If he, if he throws a pick, he better be done. I see. I, I most definitely respect that your opinion, but I, I'll have to, you know, uh, agree to disagree on that. I think his confidence is shot. 
I really, really do, and I hope I'm wrong. So, with Monte, are you <laughs> saying that you wouldn't start him then, Michigan? I would start him. You would yes, start him, absolutely. Despite his him. confidence being shot, yeah, yeah, I would still start him because because uh, players can have their confidence shot, but they can find it. Still. Right, uh, my I agree. sophomore year, I did. Yeah, and I, and I and I think it's 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 Fair one enough. of these situations where he knows he's on thin ice. He's an intelligent human being, intelligent yeah. player. He knows, so I do think you start him, but hopefully Chase Wolf. Granted, he what eleven throws, two picks, yeah, something no, like I, that. Yeah. You don't uh, have a great backup. Yeah, so. yeah, but hopefully he's getting some more plates on, some more clock in practice with the ones just to show Mertz, like, hey. I understand we're, we're where you're coming from. from you know, you stick with your guy. I get it. I get it. But how long do you stick with your guy? True. Because this this game can change the trajectory of the season. Yep. Yeah, I think it. what's the last 11 or 12 starts, uh, regular season games for Mertz, it's eight turnovers, nine turnovers, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Oof. It's not. It's not looking good. And the picks are one thing. The fumbles are worse. Uh, but and he's missing throws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and this is where it comes from. Of why, if I'm Paul Chris, why am I just not running out there and having him throw really quick, really short pass screens, tight end screens, just early, just get him six completions before the game even gets out of. You know, let's see six completions again. 18 yards, but at least he's feeling good about himself. For so, mm-hmm. I mean, any any casual fan will say, who's calling the plays like they have, right? Yeah, right. You know, that what yeah. we dealt with last year, that Rudy, you know, um, he took blame for it. Yep. You know, whatever that is. Yep. There, there's a lot of con- – there has been a lot of conversation about all that. Took a demotion or whatever, got yeah. the assistant head coach, or yeah. maybe he still has that, but no longer the offensive coordinator. Right. Got it. Took a pay deduction, and by the way, we're worse than we were during the COVID season right now offensively. Yeah, and we we're better at the receiver position. All of a sudden, we got three backs versus one. Like it's unbelievable. I, something is wrong from I think it's, the top down, and I think it's super hard. And I think it's a lot of hubris. And I said this earlier uh, in the NFL and in college football, calling plays, running a team. And the guys who are successful doing that in, in the NFL, they have Aaron Rodgers as their right. quarterback. They have Pat Mahomes well, as their quarterback. That's a different ball. But yeah. I'm saying, but I'm that's, saying in general, I think that's it's Sean hard. Payton. That's a, you know, yeah. go through them all, Shanahan, yeah. whatever. But they know. also all had amazing Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Right, right. You're in college. Right. You should be trying to coach up that quarterback and your whole team on a on a Saturday and let Rudy call the plays or let someone else call the plays. I don't like Paul trying to call these plays. I don't think. I think you can lose something in it, and I think you can get caught up in your system. It really feels like Paul, and there's a whole other conversation about the system. The Badgers are kind of running a West Coast offense that's not run anywhere anymore. So they could update their own system to make it a little easier. Most In the NFL and in college, it's just go out and make some plays. The Ohio State offense looks great to me. Power run game, short passes, deep passes. I, I, you can I, keep I, that great offensive line the Badgers have. Yeah. I, I think the biggest point that I really liked that you made right there was is is letting him get settled in early. Short throws, short hooks, short crosses, mesh routes, just to let him see the ball being caught. And letting him know that I made that throw. That makes his confidence go through the roof. And obviously in the fourth quarter, it's, uh, that's obviously what teams need. But I'm, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing this team, this offensive side of the ball, adjusting. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, it just happened, you know, so I was at the game. And I'm watching the mechanics of, of Jack Cohn, and I'm like, man, I, I don't remember him stepping into a throw like that at Wisconsin. Right. Whoa. Yep. I mean, 
stepping into it now. Yeah. And then I saw our guy, and I'm like, oh, boy. You know, it, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Lawrence yeah. is really good when he sets his feet, though. Yes. Yeah. Right. Have you noticed no, that? When yes. he sets his feet and Amen. leans into his yeah. throw, yeah. I'm like, who was that? Yeah. But when a- he's absolutely. just slightly off balance, it is a completely he's winging different. It. Completely yeah. di- so I think it's his footwork. It's his footwork. I don't know if they're really hammering away at his footwork. Well, they lost Budmeyer. Mm. That might have hurt. I think Budmeyer's an ascending. I mean, he had all the talent in the world. He did. He, he came just, in my year. Yeah. yeah, he just hurt. I mean, yeah. he was very highly he was, touted. He was good. He was good, but just couldn't stay healthy, unfortunately. Well, and, and, and you know, that was part of the issue last year because he missed, I think, four of the games. You know, Who, who's that? Budmeyer. Oh, yeah. 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 Four of the six. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the thing with Budmeyer. He was always a student of the game. Notepad, early to the meeting rooms. I mean, this this guy was a student of the game. So, yeah, I, I, I can see the That's why he got a job. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. got a high, uh, yeah. an OC job. I and mean, so, so, so Paul's the quarterback's coach, the offensive coordinator, and the head coach. He's wearing a lot of hats. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He had it made with Budmeyer. Budmeyer was like unpaid forever, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then he got the offer. They really had it made with Budmeyer, but they had to pay him, and then all of a sudden uh, he had to go. He had to go. I mean, obviously something's got to change, adjust. Uh, and I know we we hear fans talking about some play calling, but some of the plays aren't going to work because the early plays aren't working. Right. So you really can't build on plays. That's during the thing. The game. It doesn't seem like they're building anything. Yeah. Just will run, run fast. There's no cohesion, no, 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 at all. So setting anything I mean, up. I mean, uh, you know, Monte, you tell me, you know, back in, I don't know, when Paul was the OC, when yeah. was that 10, 11? Uh, you tell uh, me, nine, 10, 10, 11, 12. yeah, yeah. He left at twelve. Yeah, yeah exactly. So then those beautiful balls. But, <laughs> but I also remember just going, wow, now that's creative, like having that feeling, right? Yeah, like, yeah. whoa, I didn't expect that. Oh. Wow, they really got defense on the heels. I don't know where the heck that went. Let's, let's come back to that because we're supposed to take a break. I don't right. want right. to cut that like short. Yeah. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, live from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. Presented by Coors Light and Fireball. We're all going to use the Fireball after that. <laughs> My buddy's in we a are funk, presented man. By Fireball My buddy's too. in a funk when yeah. he heard we were going to be at Roos. Yeah. Yeah, Tark, you're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't think uh, – well, hopefully Lee can make it out here. Lee, Lee was busy too. So we're going to be out here plenty. We got, you know – Monte Ball. One of my favorite places. That's why I was here an hour early. I Usually I'm doing what you did. Come yeah, in at yeah. 5.59. I know. I know. But we got Monte Ball here. Yes. Step up in talent. At least Absolutely. football well, talent. Definitely an insight. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, we were talking about um, – we're gonna. they have their happy hour here. So, yeah. Bruce, you know, the sizzle, the swizzle, and swirl happy hour here. We're going to take advantage of that. Uh, during the next commercial break. Shout out to Marissa for uh, tracking out that information for us. Goes till 7 o'clock uh, here at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Talk about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And you guys have played in this offense forever. And and I want to get to your question. My cons- as I watch other college football and I watch the NFL, 
The West Coast offense seems to have gone away. Uh, even the, the Packers are running a very simple offense. You just have Aaron Rodgers running it, and that's why it looks so great. Uh, and that's not a knock on the Packers. I mean, it's either the Matt, it's either the Sean McVay style offense or it's kind of the shotgun Chiefs offense, some sort of modification. That even the, the, the Patriots run something short, and it's also short or long for the passes and then run the football. The Badgers are running the, the old school, and it worked for the West Coast offense. Paul grew up in it. They run a lot of that. There's a lot to put on a quarterback's plate, and it was super successful. It was okay when you had good players like Stavi and especially, and even Cohen. Solid players? Solid. He's like the all-time, he's like the all-time leader in Stav- wins at UW Stav- history. I mean, I know, but Stavi took a lot of heat. He got the yips. Yeah, I mean, he had all yeah, kinds oh, of problems. Yeah. But, I mean, then, so, but it was great when you had high IQ and high-talented players in Tolzien and Russ. But that's when that offense was fully fully realized because this offense has got you know read routes there's a lot out there and in today's recruiting today's football everyone else is running this cut the field in half trevor lawrence number one pick at clemson that's a pro style offense now that he runs down there and they cut the field in half and you know see it and throw it and i'm not saying the badgers are going to do that anytime soon but a little bit more of that can make graham's life easier but you had a question about what happened to this offense that's my thought of, like, I just yeah. don't think they trust Graham to run it. But It's, it's obviously when you, when you land a Russell Wilson or, or even a Tolzien, somebody who's just an extreme student of the game, who wants to develop, who wants to grow, um, that helps with the play calling. That helps with the play design when you're going and designing So my question plays. is, like, you know, Tolzien, I, I don't, if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. wasn't like, let's get into the stars. Was yeah. he a Graham Mertz-type recruited player? No, no. Okay. So, how long has Graham been here? Three. Okay. Three, Enough right? said. I'm done starter, with that. I'm already years. done. Yeah. So, either either something's going on with the development or he's not putting the time in in the film room. I don't know what's going well, on. Well, I've been saying for a couple weeks now he's been more uh, brand over baller right now. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not begrudging him getting his money. I'm just saying that his – he's literally cashing checks that – his play is not. Let's uh, dive into this, man. Yeah. I love it. Let's dive into well, yeah, it. I said he's that cash- earlier. Yeah. That's like what I'm the, saying. Yeah, yeah follow back up on it. He's cashing checks, and his play is not writing. Yeah, well, I've the, always- the brand is going to. There won't be any brand, son. <laughs> what about that internal team brand when guys are looking over at uh, Graham and saying, I don't oh. buy into that as much. I'm We've asking you, about though. That. I, well, no, not so much that you're not. Oh, you mean it was. Uh, oh, our cues. Are field generals being distracted because yeah. of all this outside? Yeah. Yes. Eh, well, I can see that a little bit, maybe. I, yeah. I, I don't really think so as much, but I do. I'm, I'm, listen, man, the whole nil thing, I never wanted to bring it up because I don't know really how much he's making or, or what his, his merchandise website is producing, all of that. But perception is reality. Yeah. And just like you stated, your gameplay has significantly declined and while you're promoting a website for folks to buy your buy your logo, buy your shirts, t-shirts, what have you. I, I think that Mertz really needs to do some self-reflection, step back and probably put the website on hold, get back to get back to football, get back to the playbook. Uh, well, that's and, what I was worried about because I'm <laughs> like, okay, if he's so focused on this stuff, he's probably a social media guy. And if he's reading the stuff being said about him, that – I mean, you, you need to go see a shrink and shut all that down. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. You block that, out the outside noise. Well, yeah, that that can give you nerves as well. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, no question. Yeah, and it, look, you do, mentioned the yips some with, mindfulness, whatever it yeah. takes. You mentioned the yips you know, with Stavi. I mean, it's a different kind of yips, but Mertz isn't looking like himself. He doesn't seem not. like he can't make the easy throws. He's not throwing it in the ground, but he's not not making easy well, throws. Well, and, and, and you know what? And, and and here's the deal, though. Okay, let's take a step back. The offensive line, mm-hmm. if 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 they were doing what they should do, right? And and we got we got backs now too. It's made, made me so excited to to see all three of these running yes. backs. And 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 then we got a, a you know a freshman that should be a senior in high school that who knows what he's going to do. Um, but all four of them and and an offensive line that should dominate and really eight nine guys that could play it anywhere in the Big Ten. And what we're doing is is not not good enough. Um, if you if we do what we do up front, you know what that does? It opens up the passing of course. game. Yeah. It takes pressure off the queue. Yep. You know, and, and that's where I and just being a former offensive lineman, that's where we start. Being yep. a former You're running right. back, that's where we start yep. at Wisconsin. So yep. let's fix that first. Well and Paul did say this isn't all on Graham. Right, of course not. Yeah, it's not. But, no. It's the run, not. Yeah, the running game, I don't uh, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, nobody's all I care about is Graham fixing one thing. I don't care about, you know, your throw, this and that. Don't turn the ball over. Do whatever you can to not. I mean, we're, we're don't, can't get out of the huddle. We're fumbling, yeah. bumbling, stumbling. Yeah, don't I mean, fumble handoffs. Yes. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's, that's, that's elementary right there. Right. Me, that's, yeah. You see, when that was happening, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and I was like, Peyton Manning on the sideline during games would still be going down and taking snaps. I mean, this man has probably taken five billion snaps his entire life, and he's still knowing that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Obviously, this was prior to him being a yeah. Hall of Famer, but he knew, like, I still got to make sure this is right. I still got to make sure this is right. Amen. I mean, you got to still do that. He did that with Jeff Saturday all the time, too. Amen. <laughs> yep. And I don't, I don't know what's going on with the team. Maybe it, it's a, there's a balance there of, hey, does he need a wake-up call in Graham or – do or can Paul give a proper review of Graham when right. if the offensive line is off? Are these routes being? I don't. I mean, I have no idea on the route. Are the routes the being route tree? Yeah. Are they, is it the right route? Is it? Are they tight enough? Are these guys doing what they're supposed to do? Is Graham going where? Is he going where the deep? Where when Paul tells him, "Here's what you read and here's where we throw it." Is Graham throwing it to that spot? And the defender's there, but Graham's following directions. I, there's a lot that goes into it because mm-hmm. you could say, "Hey, Graham." You see this, you throw it here, no questions asked. So if Graham goes out and does that, that's – I mean, I guess it's not, you'd prefer Graham pulls it down. I'm sure Russell probably did that, but yeah. you know, that's what I'm talking about, young quarterback. If, 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 if uh, Paul says go out and do this, he might not have the confidence to say, no, I have to do something different. And so he's just throwing that ball to Pryor because that's where Paul says it has to go. I think, I think there's two things there, and I think the, the conversation about the offensive line – that, 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 that's for sure. It's not all on Mertz. Does Mertz have enough time? Does Mertz feel confident back there that he's going to have time to go through his progression? Because what I did notice in this Notre Dame game was he does stare down his receivers. Yep. Oh. Big time. Yep. Oh, and no, that actually. could be because he may be a little nervous about not having enough time back there, um, not capable of cutting the field in half. So I thought protection was decent. I thought the run blocking was not that we weren't changing the line of scrimmage. I thought protection was decent. I mean, um, I, it wasn't in Penn State. It was not. So, but but let me tell you the difference between those two defenses. That's why I was so disappointed because I thought we could we could bend and break that ND defense. I literally thought we could break that Irish defense, and we did not. Mm-hmm. And uh, Penn State's one thing. I mean, you got three 
you got two first rounders for sure over there. I mean, they, they that's got Penn State for you. Yeah, they yeah, always, exactly. Their front seven is always stout. Exactly. So I, I thought that was okay. All right, uh, let's get through that first game. Blah right. blah blah. Um, that's what I was really disappointed about with our front. Um, I, I thought we'd take over that game, and, and I pointed this out earlier. Where when you're up, you know, or you're tied ten to ten, and you you have a chance, you're going in, get in the red zone, and and we you know we can't make a yard, this and that. And we got to kick a field goal twice. Two snaps in a row. I mean, that's you can't do that. And then look what happens when you, you don't. When you don't, you, you really gotta. Um, you know, I, I the problem I have with this is something's going on, and I don't know what it is, and I can't put my finger on it up front. Where we just start to manhandle guys, and and you know, and it's that Yvonne identity, did. man. Yeah, it's the identity. We have not grasped that identity That's, yet, and usually you you get a hold of that during training camp. You get a hold of that, right. like okay, this is the team we're gonna be. I, it, it appears that this offensive side of the football is still trying to figure that out. Right, we're already we're we've already played a Big Ten game. I mean, we we <laughs> Monte, you know, you've looked at the the eyes of the five zero lineman in front of you, and you know we're we're, we're kicking ass up front. Dude, I was and, fortunate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? And and so was Ronnie, and, and I mean Ron was, and so was Terrell Fletcher and Brent Moss, and you know, I mean that, I mean that, I mean we we know when that Robin, other side James up front. White. Yeah, yeah, a, amen. <laughs> Exactly. You just go over decades and decades, (laughs) uh, and that, and you know, and there's nothing, there's no better feeling in a huddle when you know you've stuck a fork in the front seven of that opponent. Let's go break. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin Man. This song rocks, man. Is this Air Supply? Is this Chicago? I can't. Or is this uh, Journey? Ariel Speedwagon is Journey. Or Ariel? It might be Ariel. They're all kind of the thing. I like them all, but I can't, it's hard to differentiate between them <laughs> necessarily. No offense to them. I saw a great documentary on MTV, like how that started up or whatever. And man, MTV, I used to watch that a ton uh, back in the day, but I didn't realize like how few videos there were. <laughs> Uh, to start that off. Yeah, I think it was, what was it, uh, 82, 83, 84, somewhere. Yeah. In, I yeah. was 9, 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, in that Nickelodeon. There's been Corner, a lot of t- documentaries Corner on the shows. Sisters Jump. Yep. Van Halen's Jump. Uh, it all, it all yeah, came yeah. out of right about that time. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. Michael Jackson's video. They said all the, all the European artists were on more because they, in Europe, had videos more than the American mm. artists. And so you saw more European art, Billy Idol and all them, because they had actual videos to give MTV to play so MTV could actually play uh, and beyond 24-7 because <laughs> just like with ESPN look that was a weird time ESPN Nickelodeon of, about, MTV it, all it, rolled how out about the band AHA yeah I know AHA oh, yeah. so I didn't know they, re, they redid the video me. yeah 
Yeah, had so they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did. Take <laughs> me on. Yeah. I no, wasn't sure. even. A, yeah. I wasn't even. It, I was not a thought in my parents' minds. No, you were not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they had a, they had a, an original, like normal, like generic, like you know, on stage sort of video, and they didn't like it. And so they, when they sent it to America, they created a whole yep, new one for MTV. Changed the way that you yeah. create uh, videos. Uh, yep. Well, the first song ever on MTV, "Video Killed the the Radio yeah. Star." Yep. I mean, well, MTV only played videos for like ten years. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's. So it's all these shows. Yeah. shows. Well, yeah, no, the real world changed everything. <laughs> That's so true. We were in college. I think Tarek did a paper on how uh, the real world uh, is going to be the demise of society. Of course, he <laughs> this is it. This is this is the mid nineties. You said he did a paper. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I, I I swear to God. I think I, that might be the funny part. I mean, yes. And, and, <laughs> can I read this? Yeah, but the funny thing is, when you think yeah. about it, right? Yeah. So reality TV, all of yeah. a sudden we're, we're, we, we elect a, a buffoon for a president. I shouldn't <laughs> say that. No, no. Reality but, TV. But reality TV star. TV. But yeah. seriously, I mean, yeah. you think about that. Oh, yeah. That and uh, the OJ. Tark didn't know his no, own. Uh, uh, yeah, own power. That and OJ, because that CNN went from mm. that. They filled their programming. Yeah. They were able to have that. Those two things were huge markers uh, <laughs> in, in history. <laughs> We're, we're simple people. Put them on TV. We believe them. Uh, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Fireball. Love some Fireball. Can't go wrong with some Fireball. And presented by Coors Light. And we're at Ruth's Steakhouse getting uh, – You can have the – you can uh, have my many Fireball. Memories, many memories of the Fireball. You can uh, have my nice. Fireball. Ugh. You know, uh, J&K Solutions will take your Fireball. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Well, that I go. do know. Homer loves Fireball. So, hey, we all could have used some Fireball after watching the Badgers. <laughs> yeah, a case. For but, sure. And we're at Roost. We got, we're taking uh, advantage of their sizzle, swizzle, and swirl. Happy hour. Got um, some uh, shrimp coming out. Got ahi tuna coming out. You got some a steak, steak sandwich. sandwich. You got one, too, Marissa. I got Marissa another steak pepper. sandwich. Yeah, bottle yeah. Dom on you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got to get that yeah. steak sandwich, too. Oh, all right. Oh, I, I missed it. I missed it. It's yeah, all on the Underhills tonight. Yeah. First, <laughs> we gotta add another one, another steak sandwich the, to the underhill. I don't know what underhill yeah, steak yeah, yeah, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Under- so, we'll, we'll, there we go, Mr. So. Keith Underhill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's funny too. So right behind, right behind you guys on yeah. the wall. Yeah. You know the the Rose Bowl plaques, the team photos, and as I walked in, I remember I was like, oh, they only put the winning teams up there. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Alvarez room, that's for sure. <laughs> If you want to see a really fat, pasty guy, there he is right there. Where am I? Uh, anyway. It's not a beautiful <laughs> stadium. There. Actually, there's a lot of fat, pasty white guys in that one. It's a beautiful stadium. It is. Isn't it the best? Oh, my gosh. It's the best. Oh it is. Gosh. I mean, there's a reason they call it the granddaddy of them all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no better experience. Just the environment it's, from, like, the first like, day coming out of the tunnel, the Monte, when you see the Santa Ana, uh, the sun setting, uh, and it just is, there's nothing better. And, and, and for Wisconsin fans to always take over that stadium, yeah. it's just, it's amazing. That's I, mean. uh, I still got bad taste in my mouth. Uh, three times in a row, but uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but one heck of a time there. We enjoyed it. It's it's. I'll never forget it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you might. You probably it. really hate Andy Dalton. What was he saying? You probably really hate Andy Dalton. The the the, the redhead Andy assassin. Dalton. Oh my gosh, that's the one we should have won. No kidding. Yes. That's Could've, the one. Who? So it was. 
Let's so the right, so the right guard, the right guard, oh, no. <laughs> the right guard was Kevin Zeitler, and I, I still to this day, and and Zeit is a great player, obviously. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, I just he just wasn't as aggressive on this short pass where I'm just like, oh man, the guy blocked it, he literally blocked it. Yeah, He's who was their linebacker? Mac? Was it? What was his name? I thought there was a Mac in his name. For the, in some Tank. 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 There Tank. it is. Tank I just Carter. like a T something. Yeah. Yeah, right. Cartier or Carter or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. 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 Tank uh, Carter, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. That, uh, that TCU team was, I mean, look, it, it was a good football team. You guys were better. And and Dalton and Tolzien, they're not, I mean, I guess Dalton proved out to be a little better. But still, nothing mm-hmm. dramatic there. But it was you, John Clay, and who James was White? James White. So yeah, three of you. Yep, myself. Because you yep. ticked over a, th- a thousand yards, and they pulled it back on you, I believe. That, <laughs> yeah, I yes. finished that year with nine hundred ninety-six yards. Yeah, because in the press box they said the Badgers' first team three one thousand thousand yard rushers, but at the end of the game they pulled back Monte stats. So it was announced in the press oh, box that they had it, and then they <laughs> retroactively removed it. So it was late in the game. That throw you're talking about here, yeah. it was uh, Tolzien had it knocked down. But the whole thing was, why aren't we giving the ball to one of our running backs, right? John Clay was running very well. Yeah. Yes, he was <laughs> very well. Was he gassed? Because he had a big run, I think, no. before. Okay. No, he wasn't, man. And, and um, I don't want to speak for him, but I will share what we talk about. Uh, he most definitely should have got the football. Yes. Yeah. Um, although, in, the, in, in Coach Chris' defense, the receiver was open. Yes, the receiver was open on that two point, uh, two point conversion. Yeah, yeah. no, so I it's know one this. Of those things where it's I'm like, looking, at, I'm looking at the front, <laughs> true, and, yeah. I, and I'm looking at, I'm like, Zeit, you're a monster. Go attack that guy. <laughs> yeah. you, like you hit him as hard as you can in his rib cage, and those hands aren't going up. Like that's why I was just like, ah! I literally watched it live, and I'm like, no, Zeit, you gotta go. Yeah, get but you're you right. But at the him. end of the day, our identity was constant football. You you, 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 you were die, you die on that with hill. John. He you was run it <laughs> like literally like lathered up. It was. Uh, I remember. I was. That's why everyone was so surprised. Was, I mean, yeah, the guy was open, but you were just ramming it down their throat at the, that point. There's literally a, a, a technique when you see and there's a little separation, and and you know that a guy's ready to jump for an offensive lineman. At yeah. least I was taught yeah. it. I mean, you literally go from open ham to, to fist, yeah. and you go and punch as hard as you can. In their rib cage, as hard as you that, can. That would stop me and at the same at, at the same time, so in unison, you hit both sides of the rib cage. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen again. No, no, it is, it's right there. Yeah. Memory lane, man. <laughs> then, then Oregon the following year. Yeah, that Aberdeers fumble. It yeah. just sat on oh, the side, boy. right there on the sideline. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was that was a special year. Um, that was wild, but and also just separately, and, and all. Clay was underrated. I feel like Agreed. that guy got – he won Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. But that's what everyone hates about stars. Like, he was very highly recruited. He played Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, uh, and he was a key member of that Rose Bowl team. Like, he lived up to the hype of what you wanted, but nobody talks about him. Like, and it's kind of – even when he was here, people were riding him regularly because he looked like – I mean, Homer joked, uh, you know, our drive-time host in, in Milwaukee there, that nobody tackled John in his uh, state championship game, and that might have—he might not have been wrong at Camp Randall. So I mean, John kind of came in with this kind of aura to him. But uh, those those highly high star kids from the state of Wisconsin in Wisconsin, 
no fun being them. Nick Toon. Oglesby. He was, he was good. Oglesby yeah. was good. They were good players. Oglesby was a five-star. Yeah. yeah. Toon was four. Aberdares. Yeah. Well, Aberdares leaves with a walk-on, so he got the tr- – oh, So tr- then, yeah, like, right, then right, he's right, more right. beloved. Toon was a right. good player. He was the more productive statistical receiver mm-hmm. on that Rose Bowl team for you guys, but he was the guy who was underperforming the stars. Uh, Oglesby was another guy, and same with Clay. The Wisconsin kids with the stars is not necessarily Lance the Kendricks. funnest thing. Yep, yeah. Right. Yeah, and we and I think about our Champs Champs Sports Bowl game yep. against Miami yep. where they were freezing but it was only it was like sixty degrees. <laughs> but they played extremely well that game. So yeah, Clay does not get enough credit, man. Yep. He he he, he was a baller, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I you know Melvin had some of that early too where he was getting kinda uh, he wasn't quite as highly recruited, but he was getting kind of like, whoa, who is this guy? Why is he doing anything? He's just running the jet sweep, and obviously that took off. But it's tough to be in-state high, high-star guy. Melvin's stats are ridiculous. Uh, there, there's some, yeah. I, think there's, ridiculous. I think there's some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I, I think there's some truth to that. No, Especially it, at Wisconsin because yeah. you're the one. Like that's, that's, the, uh, that's the non-fun part is, like, you're the one five-star guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you might end up having a, a good – you know, well, unless you're an old lineman, I yeah, mean, true, we, yeah, true. You know, the, we, we get we get was, four or five star guys all that, the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was Lance? Now that I'm thinking about it, was Kendrick's four or five star? He was up there. Travis was. Beckham was a guy who was, uh, you know, mm. DJ now. DJ Travis Beckham, but uh, what? Yeah, he's yeah, where he, he DJ's now. A Milwaukee. He actually did something uh, in my hometown of Cedarburg. They saw country in the Berg. He like no DJ the in between. He's good for all the country acts. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty popular DJ. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, oh, well, that's good what for him. living in NYC will do. Right. Yeah, right. he's in Wisconsin now, or is he? Or is he still in NYC? I'm no, no, sure no. Well, that, when he was out with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I was say that. I think he's back here. Yeah, he is running it down memory lane here. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball Live from Roos Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Uh, having a great time here. Gonna make sure to try to hit Carbon World Health. Uh, so I've been golf three times. Well, tomorrow will be my third time golfing this week because I golfed at Trapper's turn yesterday, hanging out with the great guys from Coors. Got a last-minute invite, happy to do it. Then today I did X-Golf uh, and then over on the east side. What is X-Golf? X-Golf is the indoor golf facility. Great time. Is that uh, like Top Golf? What is that? Yeah, I've never so, heard of this. Well, no, it's in, it's inside. Uh, so I mean, is it Top Golf outside? Top Golf is a huge outside. Yeah, huge, no, this is inside. Like, different so go, golf. So you go in here. We got we had uh, some uh, got a pitcher of beer. Uh, got some appetizers. Had a little business meeting there and Are hit you some hitting golf balls. It on the screen and yeah, oh, but it's okay. super super great tracking. My favorite part about it, though, one temperature control, all stuff's great. You hit the ball in the sand. You ain't coming out dirty. Your club's not coming out dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you, you don't have to do too much walking. Right, right yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, so you're not as dirty and everything. But, no, it's like a great, you know, I, we went on lunch meeting, an hour and a half meeting, so that's what I had there, did one of those. And, and now I'm golfing tomorrow. And, uh, Monty, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the vibes. Absolutely, yeah. So Melvin Gordon, um, obviously he's not going to be present. They play on Sunday. But um, him and his team – um, started a organization called Vibes Golf Club, and essentially what it is is they want to just be the pioneers and just changing the mold of the game, or at least having another avenue for folks where you don't have to be so serious on the golf course. Um, and I think it's actually a really good idea, allowing for the younger generation, because it's an expensive game, yeah. and, and hopefully their, this business, this foundation, what have you, gets to the point to where they can you know, donate clubs, donate shoes, donate gloves, all that to, to, you know, the youth who need them, who needs the gear, of course, because it's expensive. So that'll be tomorrow. 
Um, we're at Edgerton, I believe. Yeah, Coachman's Golf Course. Yeah, yeah, Edgerton, yeah. Yep. yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my golf game is spectacular. <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> my daughter asked me today because I talked to her before I came over here. And she's like, well, did you golf better than you did yesterday, Daddy? I said, nah, I'm about the same. Like, <laughs> back-to-back days, like, oh, you get better next time. Nah. Isn't this such nah. a frustrating game? It really is. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, it's, it's, it's humbling. And I then you hit a couple. Sure. Then you hit, like, five great shots over 18 rounds. You're like, I'm, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> start, start texting my brother-in-law. Right. I'm like, hey, you got to see me now. <laughs> right, right. As soon as you think that, the next balls. time you go off, yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's... I try to follow the ball in, ball out rule. Like, I don't care what ball I'm coming out with, but I'm coming out with someone's it's ball so true. out of that rough I, 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 just, And then we'll, we'll yeah. go on. But yeah. I got to yeah. ask Monte because yeah. we were going down memory lane, and, and, and I'm just curious because, you know, this is only, you know, a little over a decade or so, right about a decade ago. Mm-hmm. What's, what, in your, as, as far as all the games you played, what was your favorite memory as far as what we were talking about in an earlier segment? When you when you're in that huddle and you're looking at those offensive linemen and you, and you're running over people and you get you get you're you're seeing holes open you're seeing the backside cut you're seeing movement what, what game sticks out if there is one maybe there's a couple I don't know but you know uh, you had plenty <laughs> I mean I don't I couldn't count the touchdowns <laughs> we lost we lost count of that my son and I we just lost count. <laughs> they don't count my throw to Russell Wilson. I got. Oh, How do they not count that? They don't count that. I tend to have forty. Yeah, they don't count because like they don't count for quarterbacks. So then you throw. I mean, they should count them for you. I'm not that's saying 40. it's right, but that's why. I'm that, that is Barry Sanders' record. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that. That's, yeah. That goes back to to Ronnie yeah. not having yeah. the rushing record. Exactly. I still Same don't know thing. why they don't just like. You know the stats just. Add them back in. It's not like so ridiculous. See, his is worse, like, in my opinion, than, than yeah. Because well, I don't is. play quarterback, so it doesn't really count as a quarterback stat. But, yeah. But to what? answer your question, uh, the Michigan State game, Big Ten Championship game, absolutely. I know, obviously, it's not Camp Randall Stadium, but when you talk about a team rallying together so to, to, for payback against the Hail Mary. Against the Hail Mary. Um, and let's be honest, all the talent that was on the field at that time. Oh, yeah. Cousins, Le'Veon yeah. Bell, Keyshawn Everywhere. Johnson. I mean, you had some players. Well, and you guys had a uh, Hail Mary of your own, kind of. The Russell to who, – who brought that ball? Oh, the, Duckworth. Yeah. Jeff I mean, Duckworth. that was not quite a Hail Mary, but, ooh, close. If, if he doesn't catch that ball, we lose the game. Yep. It was like fourth and And Russell was under <laughs> – yeah, he was under pressure, and it was required Duck to make a play. Yeah. This is – uh, Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Fireball and Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin Man. Quickly about Carbon World Health. Love those guys over at Carbon World Health. Nestor and Ashley do fantastic work. Nestor, Nestor, obviously a board-certified physician. He's part of the reason why it sets itself apart from a run-of-mill gym. 
The other part of it is the comprehensive training approach, uh, whether it's health, diet, fitness, hydration, vitamins, hormone optimization. I work on all that stuff there at Carbon World Health. Ashley helps on uh, the med spa side of things, too, just creating a dynamic and awesome experience over at Carbon World Health. Sign up for the six-week experience. Start listening next, starting next week. They're, they're going to have something pretty special going on here uh, over at Carbon World Health. So that's something you want to be excited and, and make sure you're listening to, uh, listening for as well. Uh, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, and we are uh, now going to switch gears to the Packers, who uh, I said earlier in the week that the, the number one, two, three, four, and five, you know, referencing KRS one there, uh, reason why the <laughs> the uh, Packers won was uh, Aaron Rodgers. Not saying the other guys aren't important, but I think we forget the power of twelve uh, with Aaron Rodgers as far as. We're talking today, and we're talking on Monday about no timeouts for this team, what happened to them, why they blow them. Defense gets the ball rammed down their throat that last possession. The 49ers take the lead. Uh, what's going on? You know, Devontae's concussion protocol. We're talking about a million other things. We're talking about how the floor can't win the big game. We're talking about how the Packers are 1-2. and two. All that is out the window because Aaron Rodgers is that guy, that dude, especially in the regular season. He is one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks ever to have played football, and he makes everyone on that Packers team look smarter and play better. And he he covers up a lot of warts, which also led me to my follow up statement that the greatest general manager in Chicago Bears history is Brian Gutenkunst, because he's the man forcing Aaron Rodgers out. I get to watch these games, saying, "Hey, it's the last year of it. Whatever. Go ahead and enjoy not having a great eraser that is Aaron Rodgers." Because that game is gar- that game is a disaster if they lose that. But he puts on a Superman cape, and we all thought it was going to happen too. I I thought he. I mean, it's not easy, but I thought Aaron could get him in field goal range. Well, I mean, who wouldn't? Right, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got. I don't know. I mean, I, I think you've got half a dozen quarterbacks with thirty whatever seven sec whatever it was um, can do that. Uh, you know, I mean. That's the NFL. I mean, you got Devon. You got weapons too. Yeah. So let, let's be let's be real about this. I mean, you know, I I know what you're doing. What am I doing? Reverse psychology. No. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is great. What reverse psychology? He's a bad man, man. He is. He is great. Unreal. What? Ha- I just love to hear some clips after the. <laughs> Something's going on here. Like, yeah. Let me let me tune in. What's right that? Here. Well, I, I, this we've been doing this for years, yeah, Monte. Yeah. After one of his, like, you know, unbelievable performances, it is Stroke City by Jim Rutledge. After, you know, what we saw. <laughs> what we saw against the Saints. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming hard now. It is coming hard on the negative, of course. But I didn't do it. I didn't say negative for him. Oh. After the Saints oh. game, I didn't. I said Aaron Rodgers bounced back. That was a deep. Well, I said I was more worried about the defense than I was Aaron Rodgers. Okay, fair That's enough. That's true. Now yeah. look, like I said, my namaste day now when I watch the Packers calls me down and said this was his last year. Packers don't want him. I don't understand. I don't. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. But I sit there and I watch it and say, hey, go ahead and and go tie yourself to an average quarterback. Happy, have at it. So I just got this calm to me. Aaron Rodgers, great. And he's going to be great somewhere else next year. So, 
Yeah, but, I mean, you don't know that for sure. $50 million tag, they're going to have to get rid of Jordan Love to keep Aaron Rodgers. And they will do that, if, especially if why they, they, they win a Super Bowl, he's coming back. Why wouldn't they do that this year? They could have done it this year. But that's what Aaron wanted. I don't think Aaron's going to do it now. They had their chance. And Aaron said mm. they offered him more money. They did. And he said, he, no, I want the opportunity to be done with you guys after this year. He's being a good he's this is why I thought the Aaron Rodgers hate was unfair on this. He did his talk in the offseason. He showed up when he had to at the start of training camp for the hall of preseason, all that kind of stuff. And he hasn't caused a dis- he has not said a word about any of this. And he's gone out there, he had the one bad game, Saints tricked him. He's been outstanding the last two Here, games. Here's what can happen, Jim, yeah. that you're not aware of. So the which he's obviously said multiple times. He loves his teammates. You know, he's obviously building a pretty good relationship with Matt LaFleur and his and his staff. Um, it's it's all the uh, the front office. Right. So so let me let me yeah. let me just say when you, when you go through the war of a National Football League season and, and you have success and and if you have the chance to hold that Vince Lombardi Trophy, which yeah. I never have, yeah, came close. You know, yeah, he did one game away. So well, you were in that game. You were well, one, yeah, one yeah, win away. Yeah, 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 one win away. I should say. Um, you know, that changes everything. It changes. They've been right everything. On the, right. It really does. I, I'm telling you because it would change his entire mindset. But then he would. It depends. He's the it, most stubborn human. That's what I was about to say. But, but, if, but if the front office comes to him and say, "You know what? We were wrong. What do you want?" First thing. Well, here's the thing. Goody. Because Goody picked love. Goody picked love. He's going to have to say, I made a mistake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've seen teams die on their mistakes. Yep. You've seen yeah. hubris kill the mistakes. Those are, those are crappy organizations, though. This okay, is- but here we go. This is the same organization that does not take any sort of advice or at least bring to the table, bring Aaron Rodgers to the table when they're talking about draft, talking about players, this is the same organization. So do you really expect for them to To change their M.O.? To to eat crow and change their M.O.? Aaron said the Packers believe that they're going to run no matter what, that it's about the management, not the players. Mm. We saw that in in the last day in Chicago. If Ryan Starf and Krause would have gone down to Jordan and kissed his feet and said, you're the great one, you're the reason we won, maybe they stay another year. They never did it. They willingly pulled the plug. And how many did they won at that point? Six. Okay. Enough said. That's a whole. That's apples and oranges. But you could switch it the other way and say, well, we didn't win with Aaron anyways. We could not win without him. If he if he wins the Super Bowl, it's a, well, we'll see. I know it's a if. There's a lot of speculation right. going on. I'm, I'm just Brady saying, walked if, away from if, the Patriots if, after I, he won a Super my Bowl. My point was, if he wins the Super Bowl, that's the only chance he stays. Right. Patriots. I mean, Brady walked away. Won the Super Bowl, walked away. Well, again, way different. He's got how many rings from the Patriots? True. Again, way different. He's got one here, okay? And, and, and if you go through this, especially what he went through in the offseason stuff and, and, and the bonding that's going to create a, a Super Bowl winning season and yep. go through that with Matt LaFleur, with his players. But, you know, like Devontae and, is and, and also saying them. that, like, I'm probably going to. He said, well, he, the players are kind of. <laughs> yeah. And I think that came about no, once. Devontae said he'll stay if he's the highest paid receiver. Make him the highest paid receiver. That makes Aaron happy. They asked him, would you rather, would you take less to play with Aaron in Green Bay? And he kind of laughed and said, hopefully I get to play with Aaron somewhere. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, and, and by the way, 
if he's the highest paid receiver, their Super Bowl, the world champions coming back, do it again? Are you kidding? This me? is what the Packers are banking on, though. And the player, Aaron and, and uh, Aaron all has kind of said, "I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done with this. He's not coming back." Right. Well, the good thing is, Rutledge, is that. I mean, you're a Bears fan, yep. and no matter what, Jordan Love or insert it, whatever quarterback, they, the Packers still beat the Bears. So that, that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a good thing. Why are we swinging down? The Bears stink. Packers yeah. are <laughs> the Packers obvious. are competing with. Plus, you, but you guys, just, you see what they just put down in, out in Arlington? They're moving, moving the dishpan out there. Just like the – just like the no, they're not moving the dishpan out there. Oh, yeah. Well, not the dishpan. The dishpan, so- they'll blow up. But They're, they're building a SoFi out there. They're, they yeah, have, yeah. They have more great. acreage than L.A. Where, where do your Giants play? Well, Giants play where they always have Meadowlands, Jersey. Yes. Where do uh, the Patriots? Have you play? ever been to New York? Where are the Patriots? Have you ever play? been to Manhattan? Have you been to Chicago? Patriots are in Chicago's got plenty of land. Small state? No, they don't. What are you to talking build a stadium? About? Manhattan is one mile wide, okay. ten miles long. New England. Where do they play? Foxborough. Twenty-five minutes away. Right. Most of these teams don't play in their city. Oh yeah, Minnesota Vikings do. Most of these teams don't play in these cities. Green Bay plays in the middle Pittsburgh of nowhere. Steelers do. Look, it, it's the Bears. Do the best thing will happen going? to them. Go through there. them all. Chicago is going to have the state-of-the-art stadium and host Super Bowl after Super Bowl out there when they get that. This is the best thing in the world. Even people in Chicago. <laughs> do you know that Chicago only played in Soldier Field since 1971? You know what? I think it's – we got random guys eating shrimp on our table. <laughs> Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, are you vaccinated? <laughs> yeah, I care. Didn't, no, go find your I own was shrimp. Not that <laughs> yes, if you're Derek, I, think, <laughs> was, I was not. Do I care? That yeah. No, we're actually on air. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Get, so we're talking get, bears. Bears our security now, huh? here. Yeah, come on. That's your job, by the way, Marissa. Get a bounce here. <laughs> you got to bounce them out. And you got guys putting his fat fingers not, in our shrimp. Here's the thing. This isn't about the Bears. This right. is about the Packers not being the Patriots or the Saints or the or Peyton Manning. Like, win some more Super Bowls. You're not you, – you, the competition isn't Chicago. They're not in the same conversation as Green Bay. Green Bay, stop swinging down. Mm. Try to win like your peers are winning. Peyton's got two rings. So, you know, obviously, Bree's got the two Super Bowls. Uh, Eli's got two Eli. rings. Russell yeah. got the two Super Bowls. Big Ben's got a ring and got the two Super Bowls. How about you just do more than Trent Dilfer's done? Yeah, come on now. I mean, that, again, that's the Ravens. That, yeah, that's you being. I know what you're doing. You're throwing that little low. Jet. Trent Dilfer and Aaron Rodgers. That's what you no, just I'm compared. Not, I'm not comparing about that's the saying. Like, he hasn't done more than it, it. literally. That's what he just I said. This. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, the Packers or the Ravens organization. Which one's been more impressed over the last twenty years? Packers and the Ravens. Yeah, over the past twenty years. Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, uh, division titles, as far as what do you want? Just tell me. Ravens. Which, they've done it. Win-loss. Yes. Ravens. Ravens. More Super Bowls, less easy, quarterbacks. Easy decision. Not, or it, answer. It, yeah, but hold on. Just more Super Bowls or win-loss? Or I'm saying they, which organization I'll presses you more. I'll find out right now. I'll tell you. They have more Super Bowls. Well, yeah. I'm not, if that's the only – yeah, then They probably have Ravens. more playoff wins. Ooh, I don't know about but that. But they're doing it with Joe Flacco. Flacco was back and there. And Trent Dilfer are the guys <laughs> yeah. winning their Super Bowls. Hold on. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's the Ravens. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you an answer. Just, no, but I'm asking you. I'm not talking win-loss. I'm asking you. <laughs> no, no. Which one are you more impressed oh, playoff with? Playoff wins. How about that? 
playoff wins. Because Ravens have had a defense. Packers have never had a defense close to the Ravens in those 20 years. Not even close. But that's my point. The Ravens. I mean, maybe. I mean, well, now we're going back. Jeez. That's why I said organization. Late 90s. Is that, yeah, but that was the last Packers great defense. That's why I'm so. talking about organization. The Ravens have been building that defense and winning with non-franchise quarterbacks. Please do it. I love it. I'm, I'm literally just a fly on the wall. Monte, you guys if, go if, at if right Sala here. was here. I love it. Sala would be. Steelers it. or Packers? Last 20 years. Uh, probably Steelers. Giants or Packers last 20 years? Last 20 is Giants. Broncos, Packers. Last 20 years. Mm. Broncos. Again. Absolutely. Are you, are you, we're only going on Super Bowls, right? Broncos, that's Super obviously Bowl. the only parameter. No, Lost not the only parameter. Well, what, win well, that's what you're, you're gauging this The Broncos have won a ton. I'm not praising I'm not picking on that. The Broncos have not. I mean, yes, they did over 20 years, but not recently. 2013 I, they won. Se- yeah, Seahawks. Six years 2013 ago. Seahawks. lost. What's that? Seahawks or Packers? Twenty over years. twenty years. Yeah. I'll take I'll take the Packers on that one. Okay, definitely. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, but the those Packers. are the peers of the Packers. I'm gonna give you some stats. Here. Those are the Packers peers. You I'm lo- asking you, you love stats and stars, so that's what I'm doing. I'm asking you, what do you think? That's th- that. I think I think um, over the past twenty years, and even going to let's go 98, 97, because we got to include Brett. Yeah. That Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. 23 years or whatever yeah. it is. Um, oh, we got a break. This Super yeah, Bowl, but I, I, but you guys lost to the Broncos, right? Seriously, we got Fat Jack. No, they, yes, the second, and, and I don't have a mouse in my pocket, <laughs> so it wasn't a we. Um, no, the. Uh, we, got, we got Fat Jack. We'll, fall, we'll follow up on it. Fat Jack. Yeah, we got the next I mean, segment. You, you're unbelievable. I, look, man, it's right you here. You are unbelievable. I got Alex G texting me. <laughs> Tell Alex G. To, <laughs> we'll this. come back. Was hilarious. All right, this, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the Man. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball Live from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. And we are now joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lee Draft out here at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Lee, thank you for uh, taking the time to come out and hang out with us. Hey, thanks, Jim. What a pleasure always is. And uh, what a nice surprise to have Monty Ball here. Wow, you know. And then the famous Derek Engler, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, the infamous. That You got that right. <laughs> the infamous. Oh, that's, that's the guy and then, right the, and then the king right yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Bears instigator. fan. Yeah, yeah the instigator yeah. here. Lee, uh, yeah, the instigator. We were lucky that last segment oh. Sala wasn't here because we had all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> we had some plate here. Now, Monte was pointing out that 
maybe uh, something, you know, he played on some good teams, and he's like, I guess they only put winners up here. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> that was Monte's <laughs> comment. See what he does? I don't know. See what that. he does? <laughs> no, You're not love, up there anymore? No? Uh, I'm, we, we lost three the straight. The passive aggressiveness so in this guy is ridiculous. Uh, hey, here's the thing. Why don't you get me, like, a, a picture of you and autograph it, and I'll, I'll put it somewhere in the coach's room here for sure. I can do that. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, but, again, I, it, it's – Hey man, we we had a really good team, but but this is awesome. This is awesome stuff. That wall right there, strolling down memory lane. This is pretty cool stuff. Monte, you know what this room used to be? Please share. <laughs> we want Please me to share. share or do you want you? This is this is the Alvarez room. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why that's why you have all this memorabilia. But it was also uh, the cigar room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and. Uh, May have uh, frequented uh, yeah, many a night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yep, yep, back in the day. Um, but so I've, I've. This is like a home away from home for me, Lee. Okay. And, yeah, and, thank you. And, yeah, it, it's got it's to be, be like that for a lot of people. Oh yeah, awesome. I, I mean yeah. to come here. Um, and I got here an hour early. Jim comes one minute early. That's how much you know he respects coming. Oh here. come on, so, come on from the well, far doing, like, I, I, I learned from the best, Monday. That's how he does it, right? Below the so, belt. So I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, all the way from the east. Side. So right. I I love coming here. Tark was so bummed. He was in the tank all day that he could not be here tonight. And uh, you know, we really appreciate you having us out. Yeah. Yes. We love the food. Yes. Obviously, the happy hour, you can't beat it in town. The horseshoe bar, uh, amen, amen, all across. And then, never mind, sit down for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other story. You guys are always cool like that. You always been supporting us through the years and, you know, on the air with ESPN, but just personally. And it's always great to be part of your lives, for sure. Yeah, it's an honor. And, you know, obviously this uh, the cigar room is a change you made a couple of years ago, kind of opening up a little bit. You've opened up out the patio. But, you know, how's it been? You know, we haven't had you on the air in a while. We haven't been able to go out and do a lot of things. What's kind of going on new here? What's what's kind of happening in, in your and the Ruth's Chris world? And we'll talk a little sports with you. Uh, we're busy. Yeah. You know, it's uh, which You're is open great. for business. Yeah, we're open for business. <laughs> Yay. We're going through this pandemic. Yeah. You know? yeah. But the community's embraced us well, and, and our staff's been exceptional and very loyal and really – they really put their lives on the line. I mean that sincerely. You know, yep. it's uh, you know, it's a little different now, but it's still concerning for sure, right? Yep. But in those days, everybody was just in super panic mode, yep. right? And and they still are, but it's just a, a, you know we're all working through this. But our our team's been exceptional. Our guests, our community, and uh, that's to be expected, I guess. To be fair to yeah, right? you're so modest. So modest. I pulled up and couldn't find a parking spot. <laughs> this place is jumping. <laughs> Obviously, your staff's been very loyal because I do know this. Just even in, I mean, in other cities, but even in Madison, um, you you know you go to different establishments and um, and they're doing their best and they're trying their best. And and but it, it comes a common theme as far as um, employees, right? They're understaffed. Yep. So, I we mean, there's too, tables open. Well, yeah, that, yeah, know? but there's tables open, right? right? And they can't, there's a 45 minute wait, but you see yeah. the tables open. They just don't have the staff. And, yeah. and, and that, that just kills me because Madison me was one of the top just foodie restaurants. For, for, you know, for the... Um, It'll come alive you know, again. You know, there's always a process. Yeah, I know. There, I, you know. I agree. I agree. But but it was on the scene, as you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially, yeah. you know, per capita, what our population is. And, yeah. and um, you know, and I, I work downtown, too. So I see a lot of, you know, struggling restaurateurs, you know, just... Uh, it, it really hurts. I mean, because it, it, I, I feel for them. I have friends that own restaurants. And, and um, you know, hopefully we get out of this soon. Um, but you know, it definitely the staff shortage is is 
apparent. Yeah, and we feel it too. I, you know, I, I always tell our staff though, compared to others, you know, because we are just this tight networking group. Uh, you know, we've been together and, and committed to each other, but we're also, like I share with you, we're busy right now, and, yeah. and it's uh, it's difficult. Everybody's, you know, we're fatigued, we're yeah. tired, you know. But I also share with everybody. I. I think it's like that everybody in the world, even if your business is doing good or whatever occupation you do, it's just this has been tough on the spirit for everyone, you know. And uh, Well said. We're, we're, we're fatigued yeah. because, because yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. And we appreciate you for having us out here because this is fantastic. And hopefully, you know, sooner than later we can turn the page on this pandemic. Yeah. You said it. Well, now, now let's talk about how bad the Bears are. Uh, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, right. Lee, we got, a couple, we got a couple minutes here. I know you like to talk sports. Love it. What's, what's your, that's uh, my guy, Lee, right what's, there. What's your topic of, of, of choice here? The Sala, topic if du jour. Sala was listening, he'd be, that's a boy, Lee. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's, let's Cutler. Cut, Cutler's his hero. Just go out. You know, I kind of like the Bears a little just because they're in a division. We've had this long <laughs> rivalry, right? But, uh, yeah. you know, those Bear fans, they're always going to have these hopeful thoughts. And, yeah. and, uh, I kind of oh. hoping. Jimmy's I, I, so happy fair, when yeah. they drafted Justin oh, Fields. Yeah. You guys. Oh, he's, he's, you're, you're, oh my God. He was <laughs> like very, jumping up and down. You're very early he bought a, a Justin off, Fields uh, jersey. Fields. The first thing he's like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to wear it. You <laughs> got a tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah tattoo got a jersey. <laughs> I'm just as likely to get a, a tattoo as I am a jersey, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Packers are winning. Hey. How about your Lions? Throwing the back Lee, how about your Lions? Because I know you're a Lions fan. I'm not a Lions fan. Oh, I thought you were a Lions fan. Oh. oh. What are man, we doing here? got oh, sour I, I, and the, no, real quick No, no, no. You know what? Nope, nope. Sorry. <laughs> yep, nope. That's right. Uh, we're back on the, the other ball guy. the Bears. Yep. I'm a Broncos fan, so I'm a Broncos fan. Yeah, so. Oh, that one stings, too. Watching the Broncos. that's why you were bringing up the, oh, that's why John Elway should be one of the best quarterbacks on the break here. Well, I mean, he should be. I think he should be. So, Monte had a lot. You were a fan of the Broncos growing up, and then you actually got to play for the Broncos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up a Broncos fan. No wonder you brought up 97. Yeah, my room was blue and orange growing up. No wonder you brought that up. Okay. Yeah, then you got to play for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. I, cool. I've always wanted to be a running back for the Broncos. Oh, that's it's, great. Absolutely. What, what a privilege that was, huh? And, I mean, and we don't like the Bears either true. just because you, you just have to hate them. You just have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I remember – I'm an older guy, but I remember in 85 when I was – I was young then, but uh, I just remember the Bears were just dominant. And I, oh, yeah. and I remember just thinking, why can't oh, yeah. the Packers ever – and then somewhere along the line, like, you know, then the Favre and the Holgram days, and they'll say we've just been on this tear, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, – but the I like the Bears. I like the Bears when they're good, and I like when the it's Packers better when the rivalry is good. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. question. And you know, next year when, when Rodgers is gone, it'll be that <laughs> When the Bears won the division two years ago, I don't know. I mean, you guys <laughs> every you once in a while that it's in like, right there. It's yeah. like leap year or something. You guys pull in something, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we were scheduled for uh, another one uh, as well. Uh, Lee, we're gonna we're gonna be out here a couple more times, so yeah, uh, we're happy to, to happy to be out here again. Uh, we're gonna get the fat jack now, so we're gonna talk a little bit of gambling. But Lee, thank you so much. My pleasure uh, for having it. us out here. We can talk about how great the atmosphere is, how great the best happy hour in town is. Beautiful. Uh, taking advantage of it, enjoying it. We started with one steak sandwich, and there was another one, and another one, and another one. Um, everyone just got a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and I, am, I, I truly apologize about the. Mistaken identity oh, of life. 
It was another restaurant GM who you know well, so I, I screwed that one up. No, I, I, you know what? I mean, when you used to play football for Iowa, I remember probably. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Touche. You gave it right, right, right back. Hey, on, a, on a quick note, though, yeah. I was thinking about the, the, the labor pool and all that. Yeah. So anybody that's out there saying, hey, I wouldn't mind waiting tables or running some food or yeah. being a part of Ruth's Chris, come on in and say hi. Yeah. Well, well but, uh, I think we're doing yeah. okay, but we definitely could use some, some Always quality use and, people, and, too. Uh, so. And you'd have the right GM taking care of you, that's for sure. Absolutely. I worked for a lot of restaurants. Lee would be a guy I definitely would have wanted to work Amen. for. So, yeah. <laughs> this is the spot. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Mike, Thanks, what Lee. a pleasure. Yes, for sir. sure. It was and awesome. Of course, you, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank Thanks you. for coming out, too. Yeah. We're staying on here, dude. We, uh, this, we got fat check. I got all this shrimp in front of me. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm like protecting my shrimp from random guys coming over. <laughs> He's over here. <laughs> Well, Fat Jack, are you serious? I'm gonna uh, okay. Then I'm gonna light him up because he's taking time from my shrimp. All right, we got Fat Jack right now. Uh, Fat Jack, thanks for uh, waiting for a minute there. We're just wrapping up conversation with the restaurant owner here. But uh, uh, how was your week? Only for a restaurant owner. Because, uh, <laughs> normally, I'd be done by now. You'd be knee deep in your shrimp. So hey, I'm hey, on hey. late because you're talking to the restaurant owner, which is the only type of free pass that you should get. <laughs> I love. Uh, I w- everybody should have to wait tables for a year of their life. Yeah. It makes it makes you feel a lot have a much better perspective about the world. And I waited tables for like two and a half years when I was in college trying to figure out how to win money betting on sports, which is paying off now because we're five and one again Sunday. Everything's Ooh. posted and documented. We had over with the the uh, Dallas Cowboy game on Monday night. So the month of September, if you just had signed up, played a hundred dollars in our selections, fifty dollars on our opinions, and basis for even twenty bucks a game, you'd be up twenty two hundred dollars right now. What? So you paid five hundred for it. You'd be up seventeen hundred cash profit in your pocket and ready for October. So uh, October is going to be great, also. So people need to go get signed up today. I love this weekend's card, and uh, what you see is what you get. It's all posted right there, FatJackSports.com, and we are winning. Fat Jack, what you? What, what did you? I know you didn't even touch the Notre Dame Wisconsin game. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, uh, or maybe you did. I don't know, but that that might have been your one loss. No, no, no. The, the Sunday, well, we were five and one Sunday, and no, I didn't. I didn't like the the Notre Dame Wisconsin game. Um, I do like Wisconsin this week, though. Um, okay, okay I, I go ahead. That, what's that? I'll say, please expand on that one because yeah, that yeah. one is mind blowing to me. So yeah, please let us know. Well, first of all, it's it's never as easy as it looks on the line. So why is the number what it is? I mean the yeah. the numbers the numbers very because you're getting a, a team that's been battle tested has not proven that they can win games but should be making the right right uh, changes at this point in the uh, – in the, so I, I think that the number tells you everything you need to know. If you follow the numbers this time of year, they'll lead you where you need to be. Cincinnati being a favorite on the road at Notre Dame, Cincinnati's probably the right side of the game. Amen. Um, Wisconsin, Wisconsin's another – and by the way, most people in the country couldn't tell you anything about uh, Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati. I mean, they're 13-1 straight up their last 14 games. So wow. this is a much better team than people people realize. And uh, so that's another – there are games all up and down the board exactly like that where you've got teams that are, are having nothing but success against inferior opponents, playing teams that have played much harder competition but have not succeeded at that competition. Michigan is not going to go out – and run away from Wisconsin offensively. It's going to be a close, low-scoring game. Four of the last five Michigan games have gone under the total. Uh, Wisconsin also 5-0 and against the spread their last five in the series when they play at home. 
So they have they have a couple of good trends there. And I do think that they will not have to totally open their offense up to be in the game late. And I think Michigan's way overvalued, as does Vegas. That's why the number's so close. So um, I think Wisconsin, I think you're going to be a much happier group of fans than coming this time. Fat Jack, we're way past the point of um, totally opening up anything right now with our offense. So if, if, if we just even crack the can and let something come out we'll be happy right. i mean that's that's where we're at but our defense when i say our we're talking about wisconsin badgers because we got monte ball here as you know the touchdown master uh, at wisconsin that offense is just in graham mertz is you know obviously struggling um if that offense does anything with that defense when you have 12 uh TFL six sacks against Notre Dame, and they got five yards rushing or whatever it was. Penn State had six yards rushing. I mean, you start to put those things, or not, our offense does anything, we're going to be in a good good spot. And Michigan game could change the trajectory of the season. Well, and, and sometimes it's about stylistic matchups. And Harbaugh yeah, is not going to come in and open things up. And so, yeah, they're playing a team that has a lot of wins. But I'm telling you, Harbaugh, he does this every year, guys. I mean, if you pay attention to Michigan football at all, they come in beating their chest, flexing up against these bad teams, so and they'll true. drop two they're not supposed to simply yeah. because they're too conservative, typically on the road in a spot exactly like this. And Vegas and has I'm, seen it too many times, and so th- that's exactly what's going on there. Wisconsin's the right side of the game, and, and I know it sounds crazy now. Just We'll talk next week, and, and I'll say I told you so, and you guys will be sticking shrimp in your mouth, being like, why didn't we bet all of our money on Wisconsin <laughs> instead of being so sure Michigan was going to win? You got an eye in the sky. Literally, I had a shrimp in my mouth. <laughs> you can just well, I know you did. <laughs> I, I, got, I got commas in my sentences instead of periods because yeah. I know you're over there stuffing your mouth and you need to keep well, going. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's really hard probability with a former offensive lineman. Come on, Fat Jack. Let's go. <laughs> no. Listen, we're living the same world. I get it. Where are, you, are, you, are you Ruth Chris, by the way? Is that what oh, of course we are. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Dude, here, come on. I mean, you're not just at a restaurant. You're the restaurant. I mean, yeah, I would be eating all that stuff. <laughs> I do. Uh, I would say I do see this game being a close one as well because when you look at who Michigan's played, who have they played, and they Nobody. do historically, Nobody. yeah, exactly. Historically, they do come in beating their chest, having their heads up high, and they just never perform. They never, they never match up. It just, they just this just is the happen. spot. It's not, not because I'm talking to you. Believe me, I go on. I go on East Lansing too, and I told them that they're cricket. And East Lansing's not, you know, it's not Michigan territory, but there's a bunch of. Wolverine fans up there, and I told them the exact same thing, and you could have heard a pin drop. I don't. I just tell. I just tell it how it is. I'm going to have money on all of my games, all right. And I'm just telling you right now, I've got Wisconsin, so I'm going to have a bunch of money bet on them and the other games. And of course, I'm betting 100 more than 100 bucks a game, and we're up 2,200 bucks if you're even playing 100 a game. So if I lose one, it's not going to be the end of the world. But it's not just a throw out there spot. It is you get these every single week, and sometimes you can just follow the line. In exactly like this, and Vegas will tell you what they think is going to happen, and they a lot of times they know. They're a lot smarter than the, the average guy. So, and this is that one of those games. This game and the Cincinnati game are the two games. We're going to have about seven games going on Saturday. Uh, there will also be some teams that jump up, I think, and play much better than they've been playing, uh, and, and score a lot more points than they should. So, um, it's going to be it's going to be a fun fun Saturday for sure. What do you uh, make of when you're trying to look at the NFL and you know rookie quarterbacks? I believe they're one in ten right now in starts, and, and basically all of them are struggling. Do you, do you even touch those games, or because they're so volatile, they could just turn it on as we see Trevor Lawrence taking on the Bengals right now? 
Yeah, well, they're not number. They're not one and ten against the number, but they're okay. not winning a lot of games. So, I mean, that's that becomes a thing. Jacksonville, every every sharp player knows on Jacksonville tonight. Um, I like over. I went over. I, I'm I'm losing very very little during the week. Is there even a score yet? I'm not even watching nope. at this point. But no, nope, nope. but I, I like over the 45 tonight. Jacksonville offense. If Urban Meyer doesn't die, and if they do, they'll probably circle the wagons in his his, his, <laughs> his honor because that dude. Every time he takes the field, I worry about him. Um, because these guys are not underperforming, but it's been the defense that's been getting them in trouble. Offensively, Jacksonville's been uh, pretty confident. So, and Cincinnati, pros getting more and more starts under his belt, they should offensively improve also. So, I actually like the over. It's not like a strong play or anything, um, but if you make me play the game, I like over. Cincinnati six and two against the spread. Their last eight at home. But every sharp guy I know, and I like to say, being in this twenty five years, I know guys that. They're not handy. They're gamblers, and they play ten thousand to fifty thousand a game. And there's like four of them. Every one of them love Jacksonville tonight. I couldn't get on board with that. Um, I just I, I haven't seen enough out of their defense to uh, to know they're not going to give up a bunch of points. That they either of these teams get way behind. Are they going to be when they become one dimensional? It'll be really hard for them to come back. So, but I do think there will be you know kind of like Monday night's game out over the Monday night game, and and it was you know you're going to get a lot of scoring out of one team and some scoring out of the other. It gets it over, and the back door's left open. We'll see what happens at the end. I think that's probably where this one goes. Mm. Fat Jack, two games that intrigue you the most this Sunday. That intrigue me the most? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, a, a bunch of them, actually. On uh, I, I think the Denver Broncos, for sure, is one of them. You know, the Broncos have beaten absolutely nobody. Um, and intriguing means that I'm not – I don't love it from a betting standpoint, but – um, you know, the difference beat the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. I mean, come on. I mean, they haven't. These are not quality wins. Baltimore. I wasn't aware of this, but Lamar Jackson, in his first forty starts, has one three hundred yard passing game, which explains a lot. He's in. There's other guys that have been successful in the league that are at that level. Michael Vick had one. Uh, there were a couple guys that had none. Who, who you know, who were, who were very athletic quarterbacks. But when you get behind. That becomes a problem when you're not able to complete passes when you, it's predictable that you need to complete passes. And so basically a team like Denver who's not going to – I think Bridgewater's great. I've talked about him a bunch being a huge upgraded quarterback for Denver. But he's not, they're not going to just – you know they're not the greatest show on turf or anything like that, but they are defensively going to keep them in a lot of games. And he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. So if you go make mistakes on so your offense, and Lamar Jackson's been known to do that some, and they get behind, I think that could be 4-0 for Denver. Um, so I'm interested to see how that one turns out. Um, also, San Francisco. You know, San Francisco's one and six against the spread. Their last seven is a favorite. Um, I played Minnesota wow. against Seattle last week. They were one of our wins, and, and so that didn't yeah. surprise me at all. But now we got San Seattle go back on the road with their frequent flyer miles against the San Francisco team that you know must be stinging from last week. So you've got a couple of desperate teams here, but San Fran is a, is a favorite. They rarely get it done. So um, I think that's a real intriguing game to me as well. Fat check. What else should we know before we let you go here? What's going on? You know, what's the best way to get in contact with you or get working with you? Yeah, fatjacksports.com. It's very every play that we give to everybody is posted and documented at fatjacksports.com. When I win, you win. When I lose, you lose. It's that simple. Everybody's won through the month of September. We're all winning, and we're going to have a big, big card this week. At one sixty nine for everything through Monday, four ninety nine through Halloween. So about a hundred bucks a week to win money betting on games through Halloween. Basketball start, NBA starts on the 19th of October. Go get signed up today at FatJackSports.com and win this weekend. FatJack, thanks as always. Guys, have a great week. See you soon. <laughs> Take care. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, live from Ruth Chris Steakhouse Middleton, presented by 
Fireball, and Coors Light. ourselves out here at Rooster Steakhouse in Middleton. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light and Fireball. Jim Rutledge, former Badger Monday I did Ball. get Fat Jack to admit he, he's, he's betting on the pat, uh, on the Badgers. Yeah. Yeah, he's for, he's for yeah. Wisconsin. Oh, that guys four. Feel better? He, he's putting his money. Like he said uh, that on air. Like that's hard to get out of him. <laughs> so he said, he said, I'm betting on Wisconsin this weekend. So that's one of his picks. Are you guys? <laughs> I already did. Okay. And I parlayed him up with Cincinnati, by the way, which he said that was another one he mentioned. I think um, oh. after after listening to him, I'm most definitely going to reconsider. I'm going to go back to the drawing boards and, and see if I put some money on that. Here's what bothers me or worries me uh, for the Badgers, and I know the offense could be too conservative for Michigan, but uh, Michigan has, uh, what, Aiden Hutchinson, a defensive end, one of the best linemen in the He's country. Got five sacks already. Yep. And I, I look, I know the Badgers' offense line is great, but then they also have safety, who's one of the best safeties in the country, uh, at Daxton Hill. And that defense is loaded. And talent can, especially at the college yeah. level, they're just stars matter on defense more than maybe anywhere else because just go out and be talented. Yeah, Penn State's defense was loaded too. I mean, we, just, so, just we, we talked about this right at, right at the onset of the show. I mean, uh, you know, quick throws. Just. Chunk at it, chunk yeah. at it, chunk at it. You know, get get. Do you guys, the guys feel confident? Because you guys all made fun of the Bears here, and like Matt Nagy had a terrible. Well, who, game. I mean, that's easy target. Well, <laughs> right, but it was. I mean, as Monte, you know, a lot of people are asking: was Matt was Matt Nagy just trying to get Justin Fields killed? Was he just trying? Is he trying to sabotage him? No, like you can say that's the smart thing to do. They didn't bother to do it. The Badgers haven't been great at, at scheming. Like, are they actually going to do it? Because we can all say that, yeah, coaches obviously should just get the ball to Graham Mertz's hands and and you know not let these Michigan players get after him. Right. Is Paul actually going to do that? I don't think he's putting them in seven step drops. Seven. Uh, you know, what, what I mean, five step. I mean, is it only three? No, I think we run the football. Okay, what happens if you can't? Sometimes well, the best. I, listen, throw because it's, everyone's going to be in the box. Nobody's going to be worried about Graham throwing it. <laughs> right, right, just. You're gonna, you're gonna stick to who you are. You're not gonna. I mean, you're gonna. You gotta a get out of the huddle and don't turn the ball over. We're, that's already a win. That's a win. <laughs> we gotta start. We gotta start. Uh, we gotta there. start there. We gotta start there. Like right. let's start there, okay? So it, let's just start there. So what are you saying? Yeah. You want to see more seven man protections? You want to see? I'm saying that? like I want the ball out of his hands. I want screens. I want misdirection. Mm-hmm. I want to use Michigan's aggressiveness against them. Yeah, screens absolutely. Uh, Whatever we don't, we don't know screen. what this is going to do. We don't know if the creativity is going to going to spark this game. But uh, again, it starts up front, man. Yeah, I'm wow. not asking for anything new out of the playbook. I'm just saying right. use the plays that you used with Monte and others. Or yeah, let the guys come get you and throw it. You know. Yeah, and, and, I, and I just went to the literally fundamentals execution. You know, just yeah. You know. Let's I hand mean, the ball off and here's the thing get too. the quarterback center exchange. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, too. When we talk about Coach Chris, we talk about this offense. We, we, Mertz, we speak about confidence. Maybe there's lack thereof, or maybe he is extremely confident but just not performing. 
What about Coach Chris? What about the coaches? Yeah, good call. Where's see, their confidence at? Yeah, where, there's probably a groove that you find for calling plays. Yeah. And you feel like you get to a rhythm. You feel like you understand your team. Uh, that's a good call. You, you, if you can't, how do you game plan if you can't understand what your team's going to do? Mm. So, like, that's another way to do it. Of Like, if you don't know what you're getting out of every player and every play and you don't know what your team's capable of, how do you game plan against another team? I do want to switch back to the NFL, though, and talk about maybe Aaron Rodgers' future home with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, they got Ben Roethlisberger. He's old. Aaron had a lot of great things to say about he's Pittsburgh going, this week. He, he, he ain't going east to the Mississippi. I guarantee right, but, you Well, that. he's definitely not going to go in the NFC, so it just kind of narrows it down a little bit. Because yeah. so, the Packers would have the ability to trade. That's, him, I can see him in Vegas. Yeah, well, they, they got Carr right now. So, oh, but look Wait, at this. Speak, look at Lawrence right now. Look at this. Again, yeah. the, the – they're just running these rookies out here, and I don't know if they're already. You speaking uh, about Rodgers? Because Rodgers, yeah. yeah, he's not going east of Mississippi. His his fiance is living in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a Hollywood guy. Broncos. They got Teddy Bridgewater. They got a they got a bridge quarterback. Yeah, I love yeah. Teddy. I mean, Teddy's doing great, but you you would take you would absolutely. take Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, absolutely Aaron. Abs- but just like Fatch, uh, we yeah. we we didn't play Broncos. I said we, but they yeah. have not played. And the, the Bron- you are a Bronco. You can yeah. say we. Yeah. Uh, and and just like you can say we. <laughs> With the Giants here. They haven't played anybody yet. So, uh, but the Steelers' offense is pretty brutal. The defense is good, and they maybe can slow down the Packers a little bit. But I don't, even though this Packers' defense to me is still pretty suspect. Absolutely. I mean, when it counted, 49ers scored no problem. They still allowed 28 points. That running back's pretty good for the Steelers. Um, you know, he, he I, is. Uh, Harris. Yeah. Harris. Yeah. They I, just, they've, they've been. And they got some receivers. Now, the one thing the Steelers got going for the Packers really haven't gotten home this year. And if Ben can stand and throw it, he still can make some plays. Right. That's what I mean. I mean. So, what are you guys feeling about this game here? I mean, is it going to be? I'm basically asking, do you think it'll be a ball game to the fourth quarter? Yes, I do. Really? I think so too. I I, I wanted to disagree so badly right there, but I, I have to agree. I think it's going to be a fight. Yeah. A brawl. I really do, and I, and I worry about the Packers' defense. Uh, that that I, I yeah, I just that is my biggest concern. I, I, in fact, I wouldn't touch this this game if I was betting. Well, football. you saw the video I sent you of the, the. I still can't believe he's still on the team. The D lineman who was described as the uh, I forgot his name, like Hefty or whatever. He was just like cr- like during the some of the 49ers games, other games. He's literally just being like crumbled by the offensive line even, and pushed I out. I don't even think I saw that video. You sent me a text of it. Yeah, or yeah, and okay. it was him just being crushed and just blown off the line, like just being engulfed, <laughs> like folded up <laughs> like a piece of laundry and tossed aside. Well, you know, I think it's to, to Monte's point. I think this is just going to be a fight. It, it, is. it really is. It's just going to be just back alley fight, you know, and 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 we're going to see what what we're made of uh, on both sides of of the. The offensive and defensive fronts, um, you know, and and, and they got to protect Aaron. Yeah. That's they, the thing. So you don't. Which Packers team is going to show up? Right. Is the question. That's the nervousness that comes with talking about that defense. The inconsistent. Yeah. Like, how, how do you go from making it to the NFC Championship game? And 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 granted, they're one bad call away from possibly winning that game. That being maybe a PI, maybe not. He had he had like his jersey in his hand. It's a, that's you, that's gonna get a call. They all time. do every play. Just turn around go, Sunday. How do you go Red zone. That, so You'll see it in all four corners. Yeah, but not not <laughs> so like this. Not arm stretched out. It's it's arm tight. 
Uh, when, you, when you're riding them like you're, you're like, you're, like you're jet skiing, <laughs> you could have he could have jet skied off of that receiver. It was it was bad, but again, how it's do you a late flag, which is why it looks so uh, bad. Super spotty right yeah. now, and just yeah. the errors that they make are touchdowns. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. It's it's. Well, we gotta take one more break here. Let me tell you quickly about Group Health Cooperative. Uh, they know that you're more than a number. You're. Your GHC doctor gets you, understands you, you and doesn't uh, just care for you, but about you. And GHC knows you have high expectations. If you have experience at a GHC clinic that doesn't meet your expectations, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. It's another you and GHC are better together. You see, Monte was like MacGyver right there. I know he was. Well, because I needed it, but I'm trying to read. Plus, you need (laughs) solid readers to admit that. All right, it's really dark in here. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive at 145 He's ESPN. got, like, two all the it's time like on him. Bedtime from here. his shirt collar. So, like, you know. with the nightlight on him, my girls like, this is the night. This is for the, this is the light in their <laughs> room when they go to bed. To be, this is the back room. It's, it's, it's I'm remote. not complaining. It's, it's great ambiance. <laughs> but we're trying to do a radio show. It's you a couldn't l- read that. Group Health Cooperative knows you're – well, huh? yeah, you're right. <laughs> is that pretty Well, hard? plus, I think I'm dyslexic, so I don't know. And – you're in the light. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. We were talking about this during the break. Uh, Melvin Gordon, sneaky good. Uh, football player in for the Badgers, but also in the NFL. He arrived in 2015 in the NFL, uh, but when you look at his um, his rushing touchdowns here, uh, he's had 10, 8, 10, 8, 9. He's got two this year, but then for receiving touchdowns, uh, he's got, where did they go here? He's got 12 overall for his career, so uh, he's got 2, 4, 4, 1, 1, so the guy's got nearly 60 touchdowns in his career. It's I don't understand why. I, 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 I'll be honest. At, at first, I didn't know that. I yeah, know he's been in the league since 2015. Yep. But that's still. It's impressive. That's a good touchdown number there. Absolutely. And, and you know, especially since his rookie year was not what he was looking for. Right. But um, he he's been Pro Bowl caliber. He's been. Uh, he, I don't think he's made the Pro Bowl, but he's been right there, and he's been important for uh, Denver. People try to you know look past him or look him as a secondary back, but. What what he is is it's just you know surprisingly underrated because I agree. I mean Taylor's having the great start to his career, but as far as as far as Badger running backs in the NFL, it's Taylor and Melvin, and then everyone else. Right. I mean they they really are starting to disprove that narrative. Absolutely. Uh, as far as running backs being only the O line. So the, the one thing I, I you know I, I would say is uh, you know being old school guy here obviously Terrell Fletcher at it. 10-year great career with the Chargers mm-hmm. and, you know, had a lot of touchdowns. He did. I know, well. No, 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 qu- no question. But yeah. what he didn't have was Melvin's running ability. You know, um, Terrell was a, 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 a you know, Melvin a down and distance situational back, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Melvin is not. You, you Terrell probably would have had down, even a better down, career, whatever. though, um, in this day and age. And he was, yeah, no, oh, no, yeah, no question, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with you. I with, agree with, you. Uh, with Melvin, I noticed immediately once he started uploading his workout videos on Twitter, Instagram, even the running back coach, our running back coach, who's now the head coach for NIU, Thomas Hammock, 
even retweeted it as well and said, this is the best I've ever seen you. Nice. And that was during the preseason, during, during the summer when he was doing his workouts and stuff. And I agreed. I was like, I haven't seen Melvin's feet this fast, I don't think, ever. And oh, I think, and I think it's showing, man. I think it's, it's showing. He, he understands what's on the table right now and where he's at in his contract yep. um, with, with Denver. I think this is his last year. Um, and he obviously wants to keep playing. So, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see them on Sunday. Let's see, see what they're going to do against the Ravens. Yeah, and that's all about being a pro, right, Monty? I mean, uh, uh, that's, you know, him understanding that and, and, and putting the work in. Yes. You know, because we know how uh, short-lived a career this is. Yes. And, and there's only uh, windows. And, and the windows close quickly due to injury, due to other, you know, different, you know, business reasons, so on and so forth. So you got to make the most of it and do what you can to control your own destiny. And you got to put the work in. And he's he's done that, obviously. You do, you do. So. And you, you just can't be, you just can't play for the Bears. You just can't, <laughs> you just can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, running backs do well with the Bears. Running backs and defensive. No, players. you go to the Bears and there goes your contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think Matt Forte. The next contract, anyway. I was saying, Matt, Matt Forte for sure. They made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking David about. David Montgomery's going to make himself money. If you're a young you bug at the go Bears. Back to, you got to go back to Oh, sweet. that's terrible. Offense, defense, <laughs> they've been there. Uh, a lot of Hall of Famers out there. Do you guys think Peanut Tillman is a Hall of Famer? Who? Charles Peanut Tillman. Oh, Charles Tillman. Oh, man. That's a good question. He's I, up. Leroy Butler's up. Uh, most definitely should be up. <laughs> then I think Peanut should be in. There's literally a play in football named after Charles Tillman. Also, Lance Briggs is up. The fact that you call him Peanut just gets an F <laughs> in itself. So I was, was his football card says Peanut I know, Tillman. On I know, it. I know. That's a good question. Though. I'm gonna have to think on that. I'm yeah. gonna think on that. Well, well, that music means we gotta go. <laughs> uh, this was me. I can't try 55. I was just Sammy Hagar ripping my way down the belt line on my Say, way here. Go Bears, go! Passing all those Packer fans. This has been. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive at 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.